Alrighty, 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 alrighty. What's cracker lacking, everybody? What is going on? Yeah, you're going, well, where's this music at? Where's this music? I'll get to that, man. I don't do anything normal now. Forget it. You know my podcast, you just uh you're on for you're you're on for a ride, that's all I'm gonna say. I try to keep it real, try to keep it honest, try to keep myself, that's how I am. If I wanna be stupid, uh sometimes I will be, but it is what it is. But you guys can count on me being a nice guy. That's how I am. I'm a nice guy. Like, damn, Mike is really off the wall today, man. No, I'm not. I'm just excited. I'm looking forward to going to Canada. I actually leave tomorrow. As you can tell, I was recording this podcast earlier. Heading to a, to a flight out there. And I know you guys probably saying, hey, he's talking about PDR Canada again. Well, man, I'm excited, man. And it's about helping other people. And other people are coming to get better at what they're doing. And I'm mean, there to learn, too, as well. So I'm looking forward to it. And uh, and, and then I'll, I'll do a follow-up when I get back. I'll let you guys know how it went. But um, anyways, I'm going to try to do a surprise call. I'm going to call uh, a good friend named Derek Yost, who is a... PDR expert and one hell of a PDR tech. And if I can't get a hold of him, hopefully I can. Well, then we'll just move on. So, without further ado, hello everyone. I'm Mike Toledo, your host on Dent Time PDR, a podcast about PDR training, tutorials, interviews, and much, much more. Much. So, get something to eat, drink, and start pushing. It's, it's time, time to listen. listen. All right, all right, that's good, that's good enough. All right, so let me came, give me let me introduce you to Derek. Okay, so Derek Yost, if you have never met him, he's about six foot one, thin build, and I mean thin. Has a deep voice, and beyond that, probably has more integrity than all of us put together. He is the first one there and the last one to leave and any kind of event charity you name it he's there and he's he's not sitting on his butt he's working and he and he doesn't even ask for anything so let me that's let me set that set that up for you okay this is the kind of guy that he is and there need there needs to be a lot more people, not in the, just the PDR world, but in the world itself. So let's give let me give Derek a call. We'll see what's cracking lacking with him because I want to ask him some questions. I I'm, we're going to talk about a fender dent that I had, and um, I want to see how you how he would attack it. Now I think he's seen it. He's seen it before. He's probably seen. I know he's seen that repair. And we're going to talk about uh, some other advice afterwards that um, that I got after I did the repair. Someone sent me a video. I'll, I'll name that person in a little bit, and then I'll tell you describe what they were using to help relieve some of the pressure. Now I'm referring to dents that get hit on the hit on the front fender are very common, right on the edge or against the edge or it's not on the edge, but it could definitely buckle the edge if you're not careful how to release the pressure 
understanding metal flow. We talk about metal flow a lot. It's not just, I wouldn't say it's a crown. You're not just tapping down a high. You're, you're tapping down the, the pressure and guiding it, understanding where, where, the, where the flow of the metal is going to go. Because if you direct the flow the wrong way, you're going to buckle or create locked pressure on the panel. So we're going to talk about the recent repair I did. I have a 10-minute tutorial, part one. There'll probably be at least two or three more parts. I know that, depending on how long the other parts are. I, I didn't get done editing it, but I leave you on a cliffhanger because we're kind of get we get through it, and then you know it, it's what else am I going to use to help get that pressure off? So it, it's kind of a a lot of stuff in it, but I'll, I'll get to that. I'll we'll, we'll, I'll, talk, I'll walk you through the whole thing visually on here, but first I, I want to call Derek and and see what he's doing, and because he called me today and I. Missed his call, and then I forgot to give him a call. He probably thinks I'm a real, you know, whatever. I'm not. I'm just, uh, I just forgot. So let me give Derek a call here. Come on, answer the phone. Hi, thanks for choosing Triad Dent Repair. We do appreciate your phone call and look forward to speaking with you personally. If you are calling in regards to an estimate, please text your photos to 336-15. Again, that is 336-15. For all other inquiries, please leave your name, number, and a brief message. We will return your call at our earliest convenience. For more details about our service, visit www.triaddentrepair.com dot com and thank you for calling wow good job derek no seriously did you hear the did you hear the message you know uh tells them to send the picture tells the customer that their that their call is important got his information on there super professional way to go derek i'm sorry i couldn't get a hold of you man i try to randomly call people because i think the best podcast to me personally is not completely scripted not you know, don't get me wrong. I have what I want to say, but that wasn't scripted. Okay, that that was not scripted at all. And I just like to randomly call people and see what the heck it that's going on because it's almost like you guys are eavesdropping on our conversation, and that's what I like. That's what I want. To, I want to hear. We can call somebody else as I think somebody. And I know, you know, you know my buddies. I I call Don a lot. I talk to Jason Huddleston. I you know I talk to Vinny. I, I talk to Daniel, I haven't got Daniel on here in a while. In fact, I don't think I've gotten him on here at all. I should, I should give him a call. In fact, we should give him a call right now. I'll get into the fender smashes. Maybe he has something to think about this here. Let's see here. Now, if you haven't heard about Daniel Grom, he's on PDR Tool Time. He loves tools. In fact, uh, we both came up with the idea to try to do the podcast of PDR Tool Time, and that's what we loved. All right, so let's see. He usually likes to answer the phone. Eight o'clock, man. People should be answering their phone. Oh, man. All my guests are not coming on. Let's see here. 
Dun, dun, your dun, call dun. has been forwarded to a- no, he's not on now that's not how you should have your phone it should always have a voicemail on your phone we're going to call tj from dentcraft because we're talking about that fender hey, edge. My- tj hey what's going on man dude you're live on my podcast right now dude <laughs> well all right then right now Good. Hey, well, my my. You you got you got ten minutes or so because that's uh, you know. I, I won't do. Take, all right. Well, it, I like to call people randomly without any script. So well, you definitely caught me off guard here. That's what I do. I mean, you're you're technically you're nobody's listening to this yet until Thursday, but you know they're listening to it now because we're talking. But I wanted to talk about the the Fender supports those those tools that you gave me people are hitting me up and they said they can't find it on your website so are you going to be putting that out i am going to be putting it out i'm working on the first sets right now uh one of our machines is kind of tied up so it's probably going to be about two weeks before i can have some available uh now don't hit me up on price yet because i haven't hit it but we are still looking at keeping the set lower than fifty dollars um so yep but it ought to come up really close um, yeah, and so I, I, you, you liked them. They, they worked out well. They worked out great. In fact, this podcast is going to be about, you know, Fender Edge or Fender Dents that are against, that are crushed, and you're keeping them from getting blown out. And then I, I made like I don't know what a couple months ago. I was talking about doing a live video, and I said I'd love to see a tool company come out with something that can prevent that. And lo and behold, surprisingly, you sent them to me about what three weeks oh, ago. Yeah. And you know that uh, that was kind of a surprise too. Uh, the the video somehow got to the boss Sonia, and uh, Sonia sent me that video and said, "TJ, can you do anything about this?" And I was like, "All right, well, I'll uh, scratch my head here and think about it, and just kind of uh, came up with a, a few ideas." And that one I thought would work, and so I sent it to you to kind of be my guinea pig. Well, it worked. I mean, I, I told you I was going to do it. I just didn't have the right scenario, and I was scared to actually kick a fender on the edge where it would bust the paint. Thank God I didn't do it on on the Hyundai. I busted paint twice on, but you know, lo and behold, a customer came in with a with a dented fender, and and it was perfect candidate, and it really helped. I mean, the, the repair came out well. I think I obviously I, I, I saw that. I saw that fender and. My goodness, that thing was trash, and you guys did a fantastic job of uh, making it look good. Well, it wouldn't have been possible. It wouldn't have came out that well, at least in my opinion, uh, without those those supports that you sent me. So I really appreciate that, uh, TJ, and thank you for listening to techs out there. And uh, well, Yeah, uh, you, called, you called us out pretty big time there, so I, uh, I had to step up to the plate, and I'm glad I'm, I, I was actually to – help out there well that's good i mean it's really good i think that like i mentioned i talked to you before manny manny uh i'm gonna call him manny q because i don't want to mess his uh, last name up but he uh, is out in puerto rico and he gave me somewhat of an idea like that and it was very close to that and you just happened to have something that was a little bit more polished than than, than that and that was it was good i mean it was really good so but uh, and that's that's one thing that you know we don't we don't solicit, uh, you know, doing custom tools or anything like that, because I hope if somebody has an original idea, 
I always want to wish them luck first, and I hope that they they make a, a viable product that they make a million dollars off of. Uh, if you have an idea, please don't tell me about it, uh, because Dentcraft might have something in the works that, um, and we we do not want to copy anybody. We yeah. want we want everybody to go out there and and do their very best, and and we want everybody to succeed, and you know. Uh, put just you know we want everybody to succeed and make money and 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 enjoy what they're doing so but if you don't plan on making money on an idea and just looking for us to maybe throw some ideas out there we might be able to help yeah i mean that's that's what it's about, TJ. I mean, like, here's the deal. I don't think anybody's going to get rich off of, you know, accessory or one a specialty tool. You know what I mean? Um, if anything, you can help the trade or help the idea. Or like you said, maybe you can license it or, or, or give a royalty off of it. I don't, I don't know. I don't know how you guys work. I'm not going to speak for anything like that. But, but all I care about personally is that you made a tool that's going to make my life and my job easier. And thank goodness for that. Appreciate that. Well, yeah, I, I appreciate hearing that. Yeah. Well, we, we, we like it. We, we all love dent craft. Everybody knows that you've been in the game a long time, your company. Um, and, um, you know, that's, that's what we like to strive for. And me personally, I love to help all the tool manufacturers, man. This is what it's about. You know what I mean? I don't want to be biased to anybody. I, 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 like I said, I give credit where credit's due, and that has really helped. And I hope you sell a ton of them. Thank you. No, you guys, you guys are the professional. You know, we we have a, we have a background in paintless dent repair, and we've been there a long time. But you know, you and 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 the the guys who fix dents, you guys are the professional. You're doing this 40, 60, 70 hours a week. Um, <laughs> If you guys uh, call me up and say, TJ, I'm having problem with X, Y, and Z, hopefully uh, we can uh, work work something out together and everybody can, uh, uh, you know, just step their game up a little bit. Yeah. No, I went because I, I didn't get too much per, uh, into detail about what we were talking about, but you got these supports that kind of look like you supports and they clamp or they, they um, what is it, that rope ratchet, right? And it rope well, ratchets it. it, it. it it's a combination. We've got uh, the, the, the hardest thing was coming up with what design will fit most quarter panels. So I was able to take some, uh, some aluminum and. Uh, you mean, fen- you mean front fenders, where- right? Sorry, let me interrupt you a bit. Front fenders, you mean, right? Yes, on, on front fenders. Uh, design it to where it could accommodate most fenders. Uh, to where the depth isn't so big that it gets sloppy, um, to where the height of it uh, was big enough to support the fender, but that it wasn't going, or, but that it wasn't too small that whenever you pulled on it, it's going to cause more dents that you have to fix after you fix the big grand uh dent yeah so that was a combination of trying to figure out which of the uh, rubber was soft enough that it's not going to dent the fender and but rigid enough that it's going to last you a significant significant amount of time 
Uh, you you know, at Dentcraft, whenever we put something out there, we intend for you to use it for forever. We intend for you to use it for the next 30, 40 years of your career and not have to replace it. If you break one of our tools, please call us up. Let's find out what happened. And man, we will make it right. Yep. I, I, and look, I'll be honest with you. You guys make some of the strongest wires and whale tails on the freaking market. I'm sure that's the same thing. I don't have as, as, I don't have many of your rods, but the rods I did use, they've all held up. Even the, the, the even the smallest little wire. I think it's a WT nine or something like that. It's a real small wire. Okay, and I used it to take the aluminum, the deepest one, of the deepest dents out of aluminum door that's on my Instagram page. And that sucker, if it wasn't for that, it, it, I don't know. It, the dent wouldn't have came out probably. <laughs> we spent we spent a lot of time trying to figure out what metals were best for doing which. And you know, we 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 all have the new the new challenge of the the tougher aluminum uh, to work with. And we do have some ideas coming up very shortly to help with those just that that tougher metal and uh, you know, you and the and the the customers have been asking for these these new designs, and and I've got some stuff coming up around about one month that uh, hopefully I'll make you proud. Well, that's great. And, and let me ask you another thing too: Are you guys coming out with more sharp tools, like any sharper tool versions? That and that is exactly what I'm talking about. Okay, uh, all right. I I. I, I hate sticking my foot in my mouth and, and saying that I'm going to have like the world's greatest thing, but I think that I've, I've got a couple ideas that will uh, make your life a little bit easier. If I, if, I can, if I can just save you 10 minutes on a job and save you 10% on your wrist, man, I, I'm, I'm excited to do it. Uh-oh. Are we talking more ergonomic stuff too as well? Uh, yeah, well, with the with the sharper tips, you're able to cut through that um, sound deadening. Oh, the sound deadening, the sound deadening in the door. You're able to um, push that aluminum, and you know, big aluminum dents. If it's trash, it's trash. But let's work on the stuff that we can fix. And if I can go sharper and um, make pushing that harder aluminum aluminum a little bit easier on you. I, I really want to try and help. Well, that's what we're all about. We, we love help. All right. We love making living light life, our life easier and the customers more happier. That's, that's how it is. Well, I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to that. TJ. Man, I am. I am so glad that you called. I, I, I my heart's still beating because I'm not used to this kind of thing. You know, I'm a, I'm a metal shop guy. They, uh, they keep me in the dark. Uh, I, I, you, I get to see you guys at, at Mobile Tech, which, ooh, by the way, we are looking forward to seeing everybody in uh, Las Vegas. Oh, that's what, that's what I was just talking about that last week. I think it's going to be a great venue. I really do. TJ, I've been there. I love that place. South Point well, is, is my hangout in Las Vegas, and I'm, I was ecstatic when they said that they were going to put it there. Well, I'm, I'm excited to go. Uh, we've got a you – know, I don't know if you know Kevin Bird out there. Uh, out in uh, Tampa Bay, Florida, but we're going to do some mountain bike ride- riding before uh, before the show, uh, the day before the show, and uh, I'd love to see a couple guys come out and join us for that. But uh, also, I I I love Vegas. I don't know that I have enough money to spend five days there, 
So I'm kind of <laughs> jealous of you guys who get to fly in and fly out. I got to drive the truck all the way. Yeah, well, you know what? Uh, it, for me personally, f- four days max in Vegas is just good enough. Like, really good enough. You know, if I'm there <laughs> Man, seven I days, I'm ready there. to barf and ready to go home, dude. So. You know. <laughs> But it, it'll be it'll be great. Uh, well, TJ, I look, man. I I'm, I'm glad you answered the phone because I called Derek Yost. It was a strike. I called Daniel Grom. Strike. I go. You know what? Let me call TJ. This is what these this show's about. It's about those fender supports. And lo and behold, well, you answered the phone, which is great. Well, you know me. I'm. Uh, it's it's uh, Oklahoma. You're a couple hours uh, uh, behind us here, I so know. I'm. Uh, you know, actually getting ready for bed. But I, I'm I'm so glad that I picked it up and saw your name. I, Man, you know, I always uh, enjoy our conversations. We, I, I do. I do, TJ. We've been friends for a while. And, um, heck, you know, I hope you enjoy the, listening to this, re-listening to it on Thursday. Uh, tell everybody that you're on there. And, and uh, let's see how it went because I'm going to be talking about that repair along with what we were using, those supports. And um, I'm going to kind of be descriptive about how it went. So, okay. Well, great. I, I look forward to it. And, and Mike, thank you so much. Uh, I, I know I appreciate, and everybody else who watches your, your your YouTube channel and your Facebook and and all the stuff that you do for our industry, man. You 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 you've stepped up to the plate and and you've done an amazing job. So thank you so much. Hey man, back at you guys, man. That's, we're all doing it. We're all doing it our in our own way, right? That's how we like to say it. So, and Hey, uh, where can they find your tools right now? And, and one more time when they, when those fender edge supports are going to be available. So what's your website? Dentcraft.com and give me about two to three weeks and we'll try to get it up online. Awesome. Awesome. Do you know what the name of those are going to be? No, I don't mind. That's above my pay grade. Okay. Uh, you know, the, the price and the name and, uh, the code number and all that and the color, even the color is above my pay grade. Can, can you do me you a know, favor? Uh, yes. Can you, when you, when you finally get those up on the site, can you send me a link and text it to me directly so I can make a shout out and put that on there? Absolutely. Okay. I'll, so I can let my audience know, my listeners know, and let them be aware and all the dent trainer members and all the other stuff. So. Okay. Sounds great. Well, TJ, I listen, I know you're, it's late. I appreciate you even answering the phone call and, uh, thank you very much for your time, man. Hey Mike, no problem. Hey, great to talk to you. Uh, I hope that I'll, I'll see you soon in Las Vegas. You got it, TJ. Looking forward to it. Have a good night, man. All right. That was TJ, man. TJ is one of the nicest guys again, man. I love everybody. Good or nice, nice or bad, naughty or nice. All right, so let's get into the repair we're talking about. Why TJ? Why, why what TJ and I were talking or explaining about, describing how good it was. You probably already got an idea. Well, and I was mentioning it. Those fender edge supports for preventing blowouts when you're doing a smash on the front fender. Now they sent me some. At least TJ. Directly, personally said, hey, I want you to try these. And it, it was almost a month before I could actually really try it on a, on a car that was a perfect candidate for it. Because I didn't want to on purpose, on purpose kick a front fender on the edge and then totally blow it out. Uh, so I was a little nervous about that. Some guys aren't, but I can't control or understand how the paint. Anyway, that doesn't matter. But anyways, I got a 
repair. The first 10 minutes is on denttrainer.com right now. So you can see what exactly what I mean. I have it on my dent time site. So I did like a before and after. I have it on the Instagram so you guys can get an idea of what I'm talking about. But I'm going to be descriptive on the podcast. So before the all the second part and the third part's out, you'll kind of know how it's going because I'm going to visually explain how it went. And then I'm going to give you some advice. Is there anything I could have done differently? Well, maybe. Maybe. Um, I definitely would have still used those supports. And I probably would have kept it on a little longer than I thought I should have. So I'm going to give you that my point of view right there. So let's, let's, let's talk about it. So I got this smash fender. There is part of it a little blown on the far right of it, which was already bowing out, which was no big deal. I knew I could like get that back straight. But I'm mainly worried about is kinking the middle below the main part of the dent. Because a lot of you would probably think, or anybody, I wouldn't say a lot of you, a lot of newbies who would attack that dent would probably get a soft tip they would get or or they would get a Glexo glue, right? And they would yank it. And guess what? You're not... You are shocking the metal so bad, so so violently that the pressure that you're pulling, the metal flow, goes down right to the edge and you blow out the fender, thinking that you're going to quickly rapid PDR repair that. Wrong. You're going to blow the hell out of it. Probably not only kink it, but probably misalign the fender too because it's super light we're talking about a kia soul front fender very light bumper damage too it had a scratch on it we've we, we painted that but we pdr the front fender it was a lease return they did not want to spend a lot of money they already got an estimate like 18 or 1900 dollars for the repair anyways so how did we start it so First of all, we definitely tied the fender supports. What they are, they're kind of like U-shaped, and they're coated with that with that normal handle coating that they have. And they coated it so you're not so you're not going to scratch the panel. And it slips inside. You got to take the splash guard off, obviously. And it has zip ties in it. Okay, so it's it's tied to one side of that U-shape. And you put you connect the zip cord. When it has a it has a strap and a, and a metal uh, hook on it as as your normal rope ratchets do, and you hook it to the suspension, which is like the the shocks or coilovers coils, and you tighten it. Now, what you got to make sure is that the cord is in parallel with the support. If the cord is at an angle, the support's going to move. So that's one thing you got to make sure. Make sure it's straight, straight on. And I tied one where it started, the where the <clears throat> excuse me, the edge of the dent was on the left side, and then on the right side where the dent was. So that, and I tightened it. And so what that did is that pulled some tension towards towards the suspension. And then I was able to push. Along with my student, my tech, he actually was doing mo most of the repair, and then I tag team with them. 
So he could push and keep the flexibility and the state and, and the strength in the panel without the pressure going back down towards the edge in the middle of the edge because that's where the blowout happens. It's not on the outside. It's usually in the middle. You gotta watch that. So we started with a rubber ball, like maybe maybe a, it was like a golf ball size rubber ball. Maybe a little smaller, can't, I don't quite remember exactly what size it was. And of course, the metal was pushed right where the body line was, or the curve of the front top of the panel. We knew that, that's where the pressure was. And there was some deep pressure over on the corner. So the corner of the area had a lot of pressure on the top right corner. That was super tough to help relieve. So we started working that with the rubber ball. And then we said, you know what? This isn't working because I could see the rubber ball making some slight highs. You do not want to create any highs. Remember, highs are cancer. And highs add time to your repair. Regardless, I don't care how small or how big. It's adding time, unnecessary time. So we had to back off because we kind of knew that might add time. So we tried a bigger, bigger um, rubber tip, and that helped. And then we switched to another tip that it's not very common. It's a Kiko, like a rectangular, they, it's a blending tip that they have on one of their hammers that they, they sell. Like, see, it's, I don't think it's on the hammer. I think it's just a separate piece. It's pretty cool. So you can you put it on your any of your tips, you can line it up to the angle that you want, slightly curved, but I put leather on top of it so we can get some really good, big, smooth pushes right underneath the body line. Well, that helped a little bit, but we realized now that we had to release pressure. So again, everything is give and take. You can't be too aggressive and force stuff. If you start feeling like you're forcing it, you can count on you're going to reverse what you're trying to do you're you're not going to actually help your cause you're going to make it worse so i didn't want to force pressure to where it didn't need to go so we had to unlock it by tapping down we took an r4 we took a actually we took a, a traditional classic soft tip from ultra because it has a wider tip smoother wider tip and we're able to knock down some pressure then we started working it again. And it was coming, but not still wasn't quite coming out as well as we wanted to. Well, then we decided to get the centipede tabs, the curved centipede tabs from Kiko. We're like, okay, you know what? We're gonna get, we're gonna use the K bar. And so we hooked up the K bar and we were able to pull some of the pressure off below the body line, which was critical. Super critical. Once we were able to do that, then we we're able to get somewhere. We could go back and forth, and then we could feel like the metal. We would push, and it would want to pop, but only half of it would not want to pop. But then we'd want to pop back down. So that indicated to me that there was pressure. It wants to come up, but there was still pressure locking it or holding it. So we'd go to the other side, do the same thing. Boom, 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 boom. Tap down, push a little bit. Now that side wanted to come up, but the other side wasn't. It was like 
give and take, give and take. Well, what I found out was that the supports were actually holding pressure where it wouldn't want to release. So we had to undo the supports and then we were getting somewhere, more somewhere. Here's where I learned something. Now, this isn't going to be, oh, Mike said this and that. It's still, this is still Christopher Columbus stuff here, man. You know, I'm still exploring. I haven't done enough of these repairs with these tools to tell you, oh, yeah, this is the exact recipe. I'm just telling you based on this experience on how I was repairing this front fender that in a way we left them on too long because it was not allowing the pressure to release because that was holding so much pressure. You got to understand it was holding the pressure, the fender down in and it wasn't naturally letting some of the pressure up where the metal flow could go back somewhat to the bottom and allow it to go back to the middle. So we took them off and we found out, wow, that's, that's working. And it did. For the most part, it worked. However, we should have put them back on, but put them a little bit closer to each other. Okay. Move them inside instead of kept them outside, move them more inside and allowed the pressure to come outside and work back towards the center. I don't know if that makes sense guys, but, but it, it was, we really wanted to keep the strength of the middle of the bottom and not let that blow out. Okay. Cause we already fixed the outside. And in a way, those those supports were kind of, and it's not their fault. It was as us. It, it was it was holding too much pressure. Now. And then we took it off, and then we didn't put it all back on, which I should have. And I ended up having a small bow, just a tiny one, in the middle of it. Now, without those supports, it would have been way, way, way worse. I'm not afraid to tell you guys what, you know, that's some of the mistakes I make. And if you don't make mistakes, then, you know, don't lie to me then because you are not challenging yourself. You're not getting any better then. If you don't make mistakes, you ain't getting any better. And I know you guys, you know, I don't want to make mistakes. If I make mistakes, then I don't get paid. No, that's not what I mean by mistakes. Mistakes are Hey, sometimes it doesn't come out perfect. What did you learn from that that you that will help you realize that it won't make a mistake? That's that's what I'm referring to. So it towards the end, so did a lot of crown releasing. The glue pulling worked really well. And we ended up doing uh, some uh standliner tools, like we're using uh, the killer whale tail. That helped smooth some of the stuff out. Uh, we used the Standliner fender lip tool, like a one-off, which just means one of a kind. That worked pretty good. And then we used some sharp tools. We used a uh, PDR finesse tools. There were some other tools in between. I, I don't remember all of them, but I have it on video, and I'm, I'll be posting that. I think it was a win. I enjoyed actually doing that repair and learning a lot. Those are the type of repairs, like when I use a new tool, and I've had tons of challenges and I've always been kind of leery of working on those front fenders because they, you know, you can fix them, but man, if there was just something there that you were just, you, if you had that tool, but you don't know, you know, what, what it could, how you can make it or how it could work exactly, you could fix it. And lo and behold, that 
those front edger edge supports, the fender supports from Dentcraft, it, it helped tremendously. Now, I don't know. I'm sure there's going to be other, I've heard other people say that they, they have something in the works. And so far, I haven't seen it yet. And that was two months ago. I, and I would love to see see it because I'm all I'm all for it. I love to test everything and see how it works and what's going to work for me. But that that has worked for me, and I I know it's going to keep working. And I learned a lot from that. Now I want to give some credit to as well Manny um, Quintero over in Puerto Rico. Man, he he showed me something that he has, and I'm going to put it on uh, Dent Trainer too because. If you don't have these supports, you can you can use rope ratchets, and I'll show you how he does it. You know, he he uses it. He puts something. It's hard to explain. He has two rope. He has a rope ratchet and obviously a metal hook on each end, and he puts something. He actually hooks it to the fender holes, like you know the clips that 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 hold the splash guard. Pulls the splash guard out. The clips are exposed with the hole, the metal hole there. And he holds it to that, and he and he ties it to the suspension, and then he pulls it, and it freaking works, man. Because you know what it is? Because he he's pulling the front fender, same app or same kind of technique. He's pulling the front fender just slightly, just enough tension towards the suspension. He has two of them, one on, one on different areas, and he's able to work that fender. Now the only drawback about that, you're not going to always have the perfect. Areas where you're going to be able to hook that up, but there's another there's other ways that he he did it too as well. Now I'm not going to get into all the things he was doing because uh, it's too hard to explain. To be honest with you, but that's one 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 way, and it worked. Anyways, this is a short podcast, guys. I just wanted to get the heck out of here. All right, uh, actually, before I get the heck out of here, um, anyways. All right, so that, that's how it works. And if you want to see the full tutorial, uh, check out denttrainer.com. Friggin' great. Uh, I, I got, I just, I want to let the cat out of the bag on some certain stuff on uh, about that site, but I'm not going to. I'm kind of leaving you guys in a uh, cliffhanger here, but you're going to like it. All right, before I go, I just want to read a few uh, reviews. Thank you very much. Uh, Christopher Fail. Uh, wow. Amazing. Spoiler alert. Episode two is a tear jerker. Just a darn dang great pod. Thanks, Christopher. I appreciate that. And yeah, uh, podcast number two was, uh, it was, it was, it was a deep one, man. So thank you. I appreciate that, man. Um, let's see here. Let's go to Eric Patton, man. Thanks, man. Uh, fantastic. I'm a 20-year tech and have been following Mike on all his platforms for years. Mike is always honest and informative. Whether you're a rookie or a veteran tech, you'll get good, solid info in this podcast. I appreciate that, Eric, man. Really do, man. Oh, and uh, Troy Brewer. I know Troy. Uh, listen, Listening to a, li- a living legend. Man, thanks, man. Appreciate that. Five-star podcast across the board. Entrepreneur and PDR legend. Mike Toledo delivers some of the best advice in the PDR industry. His wisdom, drive, and encouragement will push you to that upper level of success. Hey, Troy, appreciate that, man. Really do. Really do, man. All right, guys. I will read some more next week. 
Listen, I'll see you guys and follow up on you guys about next week and tell you how PDR Canada went. And uh, we'll bring some other guests on here and there. So I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Let me know what your thoughts are. What do you think? What do you? What kind of what kind of Fender uh, Edge supports do you guys use for your uh, blowout uh, fenders? I want to hear your opinion. Do you have some already? It'd be interesting to hear. I'll talk to you guys later. Have a good one.